What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. With Be A Light. Hope that your week is going well. Um, Each week we come to you, we talk about practical uses of faith and believing in Jesus. And we just love getting to talk to y'all. So if you have any questions, uh, any prayer requests, you can email us at beatalightshow at gmail.com. And thank Mm -hmm. you for all the support that we've gotten because of the show we really appreciate it and we're enjoying just getting to talk about god with everybody and we want to encourage you to talk back to us talk with us let us know you know your thoughts about things that we've said um you know you can probably expand on something that we're talking about Mm -hmm. or if you have a question about something we're talking about feel free to talk with us i mean we want this to be an ongoing discussion not just between the two of us but but with everyone that's watching yeah and if you have a question you know it might be it might be something that a lot of people want to know and yeah we can even do a whole episode on some questions and everything so yeah um last week we talked about relationships and unity um specifically relationships uh, between us and God and us and other people and unity within the body of Christ. Uh, and we laid down some grounds uh, scripturally and everything, and we talked about how unity in the body of Christ was one of Jesus' last words spoken before he was betrayed. Uh, he was talking with the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane and how that even went back to where he was talking about the Pharisees and that it would be a miraculous thing that the body of Christ be unified. And I just think that's a beautiful thing because when the body of Christ is unified, guess what? Ding, ding, ding. The timer's done (laughs) and we're going home. (laughs) Explain what you mean by that. Um, The the unification of the body of Christ is, (laughs) is essentially the bride of christ what jesus his is his kind of prize for freely giving his life that's what his father is giving him um for just obeying and being obedient uh and the unification of the body of christ creates the bride of christ and when all is said and done when that miraculous miracle happens uh, that's that's pretty much end time stuff right there because it's going to take a miracle. Yeah. Well, because it's like the word says, the Lord's coming back for a pure, you know, spotless bride. And what that's meaning is a sanctified, unified church. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely, and we talked about this in the last episode, there's like an awareness, um, revival awakening whatever you want to call it about coming back to the true roots Mm -hmm. of the gospel and one of those main things is unification because we want the lord to come back and yeah and we want to do his will here on the earth and part of that is loving each other and being in community with each other um, we gave you a lot of scriptures last time to mm-hmm. give you kind of the basis for that. And there's more that I know we didn't get to, excuse me, <coughs> but um, 
we can list some of that stuff below um, in the description. I know one of the things that I didn't mention last time, um, if you haven't heard of the Dakes Bible, it's a really awesome study Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a lot of um, footnotes and historical explanations. Um, There's just so much in there. Um, As... As uh, my mother-in-law, Zach's mother, Teresa, hi, says, like, if you want to go deep, <laughs> like, <laughs> get the she'll give me, like, a new mm. book. Or, it, like, they gave me the dakes. And it was mm. like, if you want to go deep, here's a book. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, So thank you for giving me that. Well, um, Nana um, actually gave this to me. This was her mm-hmm. copy, um, Zach's grandmother. Um, but one of the things... Um, it talks about in Isaiah, um, there was a footnote about, <laughs> you know, unity is this, unity is showing love to people, you know, no matter what differences. Mm-hmm. And there was a comment in um, like a footnote of the Dakes Bible referencing Isaiah, I thought I wrote it down, didn't write it down, but I will find it for you. But it was like, in reference to like the lack of unity within the body of Christ, it's like, is that why the world doesn't believe? Yeah. And will it really be until the millennium where it's talks about in the Bible, um, is prophesied you know in the latter days in the last days before jesus comes is it really going to take that long (laughs) and i mean you can see throughout history like you know this truth was proclaimed jesus came and preached this truth but it took centuries and centuries for people to get it right yeah because god left us with his word he trusted us with his word and it's on us to stay true to that and i feel like there's like this um, revival and awakening to come back to just the simple gospel mm-hmm. um and <clears throat> i think this time we wanted to really talk about how we are seeking out unity in our lives and maybe places where we aren't and where we need to and um you know maybe just talk about right now where do you feel like you are seeking out unity um where you want to see it grow and maybe places where you're falling short in them um for me personally (laughs) it is I want to see unity in my program that I run um, with all the people involved. And this year, it's definitely more unified than it has been in the past. And I, it's it's been taking steps to get towards that. And I think a lot of it is because of the good leaders that I had <laughs> last year. And this year, I have good leaders as well. And it's bringing the organization together better. Um, this is your band program. Yeah, this is my band program. And I think it's going in the right direction. And, of course, 
you know, with our jobs, we have to be careful of how we do it and working say, in the public school yeah, system. But we can still steward the things that God has shown us and everything. And one thing that I have been trying to get better at is seeing kids at the end of the race, the gold in their hands type deal, because, and everybody knows this, sometimes it's really hard, especially when you're dealing with teenagers. Like, I love them all to death, but sometimes they make it really hard to see that gold in their hands. (laughs) So it's just something that I'm having to try when it's trying me. You know, yeah. Um, and it, it's just it's one of those things. It's a daily process of seeing these kids because these kids are giving so much to me, so much to the program to make everything successful. And yeah, they're gonna make bad choices every now and then. They're still growing. You know, I made bad choices when I was their age. You know, and it's not like oh, I went out and done drugs or anything like that but it's you know making silly decisions you know and learning like a lot of people hold grudges and that's something that god has really worked on me since november um with a lot of situations in my life from work and from personal things and everything is not holding grudges against people is to remove that rage and bitterness that yeah. talks in Ephesians and it it has taken it's taken some time for some things uh to get past it because there was some people that did things that did not set well with me and yeah. hurt a lot but God told me he's like if you want to get closer to me you've got to forgive them and you know when you're scrolling through facebook and you see somebody's profile picture pop up and you're like oh well, that's you know like that that right there that's how i felt like anytime yeah. i would see certain people that's how i would feel and thankfully like after praying about it giving it to god asking god how to handle those situations i've gotten much better at it yeah. and that the, some of the people that I really had a problem with or a grudge against or whatever, like when I see them, don't even feel that anymore. And it, it, it took, it was a process. It was giving that to God and trusting him. And it took a while, but it, it was a continual thing. Like, and that's such <laughs> a huge thing. Cause I know that's something that I really had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some relationships, um, people in my own family, where I, there, there was a lot of hurt and a lot of baggage, and it wasn't just what someone else did to me, it's also what I did in response to that, and, um, I've heard it many times that like all of our actions are either done through love or fear. Yeah. And there's different variations of fear. 
um, and love as well. But it, that's really what it comes down to. Um, if someone hurts me and I feel insulted, I'm trying to hold on to my pride. Holding on to pride is feeling like you have to assert yourself because you don't really have full security in yourself. Mm -hmm. And insecurity is fear. It's all rooted in the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you were talking about that scripture about rid of all bitterness and rage. Like there was a period um, not even a year, a year ago where I literally had to wake up every day and pray that because I had so many negative thoughts, um, hateful thoughts. <clears throat> and even when we've forgiven somebody, sometimes the devil will try to like plant thoughts, even feelings in our mind mm -hmm. to like bring back that feeling of, um, disconnection bitterness towards yeah. someone and <clears throat> um when you know that you've forgiven somebody and you have a thought like that um that I, that happened to me just this morning we were listening to um, a podcast on the way to church and there was a scenario that was given um and i will spare the details for personal reasons but it was like oh that sounded like a situation I was in and it was like Amy like you forgave those people that situation uh -huh. <clears throat> why would you think that and you know it's like that check yourself moment where it's like if you really forgave them, you know, you can't think that way. Yeah. You can't partner with those thoughts. Thoughts that are negative about someone that are not seeing the gold in someone, even if they've hurt you. That's not how Jesus would do it. And that is our standard. Like, there's nobody else that is our standard. Yeah. Um, and people are like, that's not realistic. That's a difficult standard to live up to. But we have the Holy Spirit of the Lord and he guides us and mm -hmm. yes it is something that we have to practice every single day but that's our standard and um, Bill Johnson is someone who I really look up to and that's like his like motto of life is Jesus is the standard and I don't accept anything else and that's what I want to be said of my life yeah. and in the way that I do relationships because like as we were talking through stuff in the last episode, it was like, am I really doing this in every part of my life? Am I really like seeking this out, mending relationships? Like, um, I know you were discussing in church mm -hmm. about um, your job getting in the way of some of your relationships. Yeah, um, <coughs> the job that I have is partially demanding because I make it very demanding because we practice so much. Yeah. Um, but it's really impeded the time that I have to spend with my friends or even connect with them. And 
I, I felt for quite some time a very a, a wall kind of been put up between mm-hmm. me and friends that I have spent no telling how much time with. Uh, and God has been like if I'm driving from Milton back here or whatever, like having a, <laughs> a longer drive, like a 30 minute drive, God will put somebody's name on my mind and I'll call them up and they're shocked to hear from me, you know, and we just talk and it's, there's no, you know, agenda behind it. And, you know, I've, I've been actively trying to mend some of the relationships that have been so involved with my life in the last five or six years, uh, that has been kind of pushed to the side because of one situation or another and making sure that my friends know that, Hey, I'm still, I'm here. I want to be, you know, with you. I want to talk with you. I want to be a part of your life. And, you know, it's, it's, it takes that extra step. Um, and I have to brag on one of my friends, David Sunday. Like I don't have it. I haven't talked to David in a while and I need to reach out to him. But I remember in college, David, like he would spend hours on the phone talking to his friends. Like, and they, they weren't really around, but like, he was like, oh, I got to go call my friend Chris. And he'd spend like an hour or so on the phone with him. And mm-hmm. like, he would call like all of, all of his friends that were not around him that weren't like in Troy with us and anything. Yeah. And it was, oh, it was a very unusual thing to me. I was like, that's weird. Like, I thought it was weird, but it's David kept his friendships alive by making that point of contact. Yeah. I will. I I brought up what you were talking about, and I love mm-hmm. David. If you're watching, hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss your sweet dance moves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you were at our wedding, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, like I I brought up the job thing because um, I I just got through like my whole part of my life being in college and everything a long period of my life but um i don't and it's not just a musician thing but we were both you know we studied Mm -hmm. music and um that became such a consuming part of my life that i i did lose a lot of my relationships and it was cool and it was also um being overwhelmed by the stress that I accepted from others and put on myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went through extreme bouts of depression and anxiety and felt like I was a burden on other people. And that's also a tactic of the enemy is trying to separate and divide us by isolating ourselves. Yeah. Um, and that can look like anxiety or depression or job stress where Mm -hmm. we come home and isolate ourselves. (coughs) I know right now working, I come home in the middle of the day, like I'm thinking I got to practice to get music together for church and I got to cook dinner for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But because I don't know, it's like this mentality of like I'm home and I need like that 
quiet and there's nothing wrong with having a quiet moment yeah. to yourself um but when it's like this habitual thing where it's like i don't feel okay unless i like shut off from everybody else yeah <laughs> and it's just i guess having balance with that and i'm figuring that out for myself because i feel like there's a lot of places where i'm lacking but um i've been working on trying to um reach out in ways where i haven't like i thought for a long time like the whole like saying happy birthday to people on facebook was kind of lame and and, you know Mm -hmm. whatever but um i've been trying to be consistent with it and i don't always get i'm not always on facebook but even like people that i don't really talk to anymore it's just like i mean just like a simple like saying happy birthday thing i think a lot of people think that it's not genuine but I think there's something about when I haven't talked to you for a while and in my mind when I'm just sending you this message it's I mean it's just a simple thing but even just like <clears throat> reaching out and just saying hi to somebody asking how they're doing and I know that's something that you and I are both trying to grow in like I'm not a huge phone talker but I know there was a time when I was Mm -hmm. and I think we've just become so adjusted to this move in our culture with like texting and everything and there's nothing wrong with texting but there is something about having a conversation with somebody that's live and you know you can hear their voice (laughs) Um, cause it is different when like you and I are like texting during the day as opposed to like, even when we're like talking on the phone and then when we're actually at home face to face and I can read your facial expressions mm-hmm. and I can get so much more. There's, I think it's, I've heard it's like communication is like 80% body language. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I know a lot of people I know for myself like there's a lot of times I'm not aware of like my body language or whatever mm-hmm. and it says a lot more than we think it does yeah um but I and that's why I think um like you were reading that scripture on the last episode where it's like Hebrews 10 and <laughs> it's so important for us to come and meet together because there is a different level of communication that happens yeah and I like getting like psychological with things, but and just understanding how people think and and everything. But I mean, because it, it does kind of explain, you know, why it is that important. Because there is a certain level of communication that's different. Mm-hmm. And but honestly, reaching out in any way is better than not doing it at all. You know. So. Yeah. Well, it's it's like. <laughs> I said in the last episode, dating you took time and effort for us to build connections, to get to know each other, and then go deeper than that. Where we're now married, we're completely connected in all aspects of life. And the most important piece is our spiritual walk together. And when you have friendships that are spiritual you can walk with them as well it just 
adds to it. And I know that's something that I've been working on <clears throat> is being bold in uh, my faith and saying things like to my staff and everything. Like I'll be like in the name of Jesus. Like I'm just like, I, I've, I've been more and more about that and it, I can see the change in them starting to happen. It's it's one by one. It's like God's just like up there in the sniper's nest. is like, pew, pew, <laughs> like taking them down. But it used to not be that way uh, because the culture was different. Yeah. But now the culture is God's culture, kingdom culture. So it's slowly shifting and changing. So yeah. any final last thoughts? Um, I guess... I was just thinking, like, because, like, our church, it's a little bit on the smaller side. Mm-hmm. But um, I think practical ways that we try to, like, be together is just having, like, like lunch, dinner after church. Um, I mean, our church, like, a lot of it is literal family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, there there's something really important and special about coming together and just worshiping together, having a meal together. Um, I know we're now starting a youth group at our church, and I'm hoping that that won't just bring youth, but also um, the family of these youth mm-hmm. members. Um, and you know, in wanting to be involved with their kids and make sure that their kids are, you know, in a good environment and they're hearing about the word, but they're also going to get it for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And, um, but I think just looking for practical ways to do that where, um, you know, if your church does offer like, bible studies or if they have a service you know outside of like the regular sunday service which the sunday service is important of course yeah um because there is something really special about coming together as a corporate body and worshiping together there's a bonding thing that happens um And it's also us just being united as believers and recognizing and learning together. Um, But, I mean, just, you know, invite people to dinner. Invite people to a cup of coffee. Send somebody that email or that text that you've been thinking about sending. That phone call. Um, You know, and, and it's also like person to person, you know, what everybody has a different love language. And I think, um, like I know my mom, for example, hi mom. Um, she's somebody that like, it speaks much louder to, um, to do something because she's a doer. She's an active person. Um, you know, that speaks louder to to her than just words. Yeah. And it is important to say something, but, um, you know, it's just learning people's love language. Um, I know for me, it's like having 
quality time like that when we were first dating like that took a long time for us to kind of get into Mm -hmm. the groove with was learning each other's love language but and when you actually put in the time to figure out how people um speak in their own love language so to speak um Mm -hmm. That shows that you care about that person. Even if you don't always, you don't get it right, you're figuring, but if you're trying to figure it out and people see that you're putting in the effort, like that's a huge deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It definitely is. And being active in your relationship <laughs> is probably the biggest thing is showing that you want to be in that relationship. Yeah. So there you have it. There's some of our personal takes on relationships and building those we'd love to hear what you do to personally keep your relationships alive and healthy i think like just sharing like a little testimony i mean the whole part of testimony is that you were tested and now there's a story to tell about it and even if it's just you know i reached out to my neighbor and you know, they responded well, and now we're building a relationship. Like, I mean, it can just be something as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of my favorite people in our apartment complex was somebody that didn't necessarily start off the greatest with, but um, this older lady who was our neighbor, and she lives downstairs from us now. But now every time I see her, you know, we talk to each other and everything. And, like, it's just building building relationships yeah true relationships yeah not just oh i'm i'm friends with them on facebook yeah authentic real relationships Mm -hmm. so we hope you enjoyed the episode um we're gonna pray with you and so let's pray (laughs) lord we just thank you right now that we've had the time to gather together and talk about your wonderful awesome nature lord that you want a friendship with us that you want a personal one-on-one relationship with us and that you want to build those type of relationships in our lives with our families our friends our colleagues that when we meet somebody new we don't meet a stranger we meet a new friend lord because that's how you want us to live that's how you lived and god right now if someone is under the sound of my voice right now that has not accepted you as their lord and savior i just pray right now that they they accept you saying lord i don't know you but i want to know you i accept you into my heart i pray that you change everything that is about my life you renew my mind you create in me a clean heart and that i am a new create creature through you thank you lord we just give you praise right now that those people have made that life-changing decision lord and that they will go not just with this this step but they'll keep going because they're going to be hungry for you lord We pray that everyone has a great rest of their week, Lord. You know the situations that might be going on. We pray that that you just go into it and you make a way when there seems to be no way, Lord. God, I just praise you. I give you glory. I give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So there you have it, everybody. Relationships, they're the most important thing that you could ever have. Yeah. So 
If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. If you like podcasts, go over there, jump on the podcast train, and subscribe there. And to help us out, this will really help, rate the show. Go go and put five stars. If they got more than five stars, give them all the stars. And write something nice, like, man, this is something good. Even if you don't ever listen to the podcast version, it helps people find the Mm -hmm. show. And that's the biggest thing is we're wanting to spread the awesome word of God with more and more people. And we'd love to hear your feedback as well. We've gotten so much positive feedback. And um, don't be afraid to give us specifics. Um, You know, we... We want to be unified. We want to talk mm-hmm. about this together. So um, have a conversation with us. We really want to hear what you have to say. We want to get to know you. Um, and we want to all be on the same page. Yeah, we want to be on the same page going right toward God. Yeah. Uh, if you have prayer requests as well, you can send all of your questions, uh, any of that, as I not the snot out of this. Oh, mic. I did it a few times. <laughs> and everybody loves it. It's like, ah, they're real. <laughs> uh, you can send us an email at, send us an email to be a light show at gmail.com. More than happy to pray with you, give you some scriptures to pray into any situation. Uh, we love getting to talk to people. So don't be shy. Jump in, jump into the comments. Be like, hey, Zach and Amy. That, that'll be it yeah yeah so there you go we hope you enjoyed it this has been zach and amy have a week